Hey Lily. Hey. What music do mummies listen to? I have no idea. Rap music. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> I liked that one. Oh. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Highly Strange Podcast. You are here with me, Sarah. And me, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Lily's really excited for this episode. <laughs> so this week I have got just some nice... Kentish ghost stories oh, for you. Going back to our heritage. We are. Some are the specific part of Kent we're from, and some are just kind of all around Kent. So, are you ready? Always. We're going to start in Larkfield. Oh, lovely. Which is about 10 minutes from where we're sat right now. So, we're going to start at Larkfield Priory. Not to tell everyone our exact address and where we are right now. <laughs> yeah, we're too far gone for that one. Okay. At Larkfield Priory, many people have encountered a figure roaming the hotel. People report to see a young servant girl walking the corridors and weaving from room to room, possibly completing her rounds. The story says that a servant girl named Charlotte died in the Priory after having a botched abortion. The site itself once stood as gallows, and this has also been linked as to why so many ghostly figures can be seen walking around. One guest telling a different story added... I saw a flashing light in my room. Throughout the night, doors seemed to open and close by themselves. My father had to get another room, and he said to me that he saw a small child at the foot of his bed. She seemed to whimper to him, saying that she wanted her father to come home. She then disappeared. Meanwhile, in my room, a tap was leaking, but when I checked them, not a single drop of water was to be seen. I then started taking pictures of the room, and some purple orbs kept coming up in the photos, no matter where I took them. That is Larkfield Priory. Thoughts? Well, we've already spoken before about ghost children at the foot of your bed. <laughs> Kick them off. Which we <laughs> both despise. The orbs are quite fascinating. That's pretty common, isn't it? Yeah, but I've not heard many that are purple. No, they're um, normally sort of just sharp on cameras, don't they? Yeah. So I do think that's interesting. And the thing that I thought was slightly interesting is uh, without going into too much detail that obviously that poor lady died in a botched abortion, the mm. next story is a child. So I do wonder that that was, could still be her child that's roaming around. I'm just imagining how much Zach Bagans would lose his shit if he saw a purple <laughs> orb. Because he sees an orb on his camera and he's up doing backflips. Yep. <laughs> punching walls and, you know... Interesting. Okay, the next place we're going to is Leeds Castle. Oh. Ever been? I've seen fireworks there, I think. Okay. You've never been into the castle, though? I don't think so. I might have been when I was younger. I feel like that's something that we do when we're school kids in Kent. You do yeah, get I think we've been. School trip, Leeds Castle and Hever Castle. Hever Castle, yeah. definitely Hever Castle. Okay, so Leeds Castle is said to have the ghost of a black dog that will roam the castle grounds. Many visitors report seeing the large black dog, and some stories include the dog having glowing red eyes. The dog reports go back to one of the original families that lived in Leeds Castle and were said to be a bad omen against the family. I thought the glowing red eyes was the weirdest bit. Well, it's, it's kind of like the ghost animals on Bluebell Hill. Yeah, or Mothman transformed into a black dog. Moth dog. <laughs> Moth dog. Um, the Duchess of Gloucester has also been reported haunting the grounds in a wispy flowing dress and long dark hair. The Duchess was once imprisoned in the castle and it is believed that her soul is trapped within the castle grounds. I was going to make a joke about the Duchess wearing a dress and I remember Duchess is actually a female. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that input. 
my next place is just a bridge called Pinnock Bridge, which is in Maidstone. I've no idea where that is. I don't really know either. I know it is Maidstone, but, you know, there's a lot of bridges around. Quality research here <laughs> and highly strange. So Pinnock Bridge became the unfortunate death spot of a lady who burned to death after her clothing caught fire. The lady now known locally as the Watercress Woman is said to regularly be seen walking over the bridge at night. This is usually accompanied with the smell of burning. Some residents around the area have also reported that flames could be seen at the foot of the bridge flickering in the darkness. That could just be yobs. Yeah. (laughs) I guess it could. I think I've heard that sort of thing before, actually, though, like the smell of burning on a particular bridge, but I couldn't tell you where it is. Oh, it might be that place then. Burning is usually associated to um, witch ghosts um, because obviously they were burnt as they were Mm. killed. So usually if you can smell burning, the logic behind it is you're, you're being haunted by a witch. Down here, there was a lot of like witch burnings, yeah. that, weren't there? Yeah, well, Low even London. that Larkfield Priory says it was a, a so gallows, yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say something else. I was just going to say it's next to a B and Q now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then we've got Maltman's Hill, which is in Smarden. Do you know where Smarden is? Not really. So it's kind of uh, rural outskirts of Ashford. Oh, okay. So the hill in Smarden has become known as the place to hear a phantom carriage. Drivers will report the sounds of wooden wheels turning or hooves on cobblestone. Although nobody's managed to get a look at the carriage, several local residents and just passers-by all tell the same story and describe the same sound. The story surrounding this phantom, as you can imagine, isn't a pleasant one. It involves a young boy out with his father on the way to deliver bread. The delivery never made it as the carriage wheel became loose and after a sheer panic from the horses, the carriage went plummeting down the hill and crashed to the bottom, killing both the boy and his father. Legend states, however, that the horses were never found. Oh, that is spooky. Bizarre, and then that's obviously the bit that you can hear. The horses are still running with their carriage. That's quite a common one as well, though, isn't it? Carriages and haunts, like, ghost horses. Yeah. So, eventually, I want to do, like, a whole episode on the stuff on Pluckley, because Smarden is very close to Pluckley, and that has, obviously, the headless horsemen. Um, so we'll we'll do that another day. Another one. <laughs> Go a bit deeper. Another one like that. It's like when you see like ghosts of like Roman legions mm-hmm. marching mm-hmm. down streets, yeah. but because of like the time when that happened, you don't see their feet walking through the road. You see them up to their knee where the roads now are yeah, developed yeah, yeah. and higher. That's pretty. Uh, well, that's and compelling. One of the things that was weird about that one is obviously it says you can still hear the carriage on the cobbled streets but mm. obviously those streets are now tarmacked and just normal roads mm. so you know a carriage wouldn't even sound the same um okay then we're going to go to chatham historic dockyard oh i've been there i've Have eaten there those there <laughs> Fair. okay a few different ghostly sightings have been made around the dockyard the first is a sighting of a young teenage girl seen looking out of windows in several different buildings it's believed that she is the young wife of a fisherman and is said to be watching and waiting for her husband to return from sea. When people have spotted the young girl, they often report seeing a mist around her and sometimes hearing a faint sea shanty sound. Oh. Which I think is well cool. <laughs> I think it's that like, famous one that went on TikTok. I don't use TikTok. Oh, I'm so not going to sing it. Well, I don't know what you're talking about then. Uh, <laughs> You've got to sing it now. Oh, I can't even think how it goes. Oh, it's the one with the four lads, and they're both they're all wearing like skinny jeans and really like tight shirts, and they're like lads on a night out, and they make them sing this shanty. Oh, 
Oh, okay. I don't know the shanty. But maybe, were they out on a night out in Chatham? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> Scariest thing about oh. the story. Around the dockyard, workers and visitors have also seen the spirits of a woman and an angry man. These spirits are believed to be responsible for doors slamming and an unnerving feeling of being watched. That's all it says about that story. I don't that, know whether the, why the man is angry. That's exactly what used to happen to my mum and the girls that she worked with when she worked there. She worked in one of the well, A woman and an angry man, or the door I slamming. I don't know if they saw the woman and the man, but the, it was doors slamming and people felt like they were being watched when they went up into the loft. Okay, yeah. creepy. The grounds of the dockyard are also home to the spirit of a female supervisor who died on site in the 1980s. It's reported you can hear her footsteps and then soon after see a smartly dressed woman walking. One worker claims to have seen the woman pointing and appearing as if she is counting. So I think she's like still finishing her daily work. Oh, see that's a nightmare isn't it when you're dead and you still have to keep working. I'm interested that there's not any stories about like the the dockyard itself, the people that worked up building boats. I imagined Mm. God knows how many people died doing that job. Mm. And obviously the there's the is it Charles Dickens? The Dick, yeah, that's in the, the dockyard. The Dickens yeah. experience there is supposed to be as haunted as the Dickens. It's meant to be haunted by him. <laughs> no, I think it's just really haunted. I don't think he's haunts it. <laughs> I did nearly cover um is it Chartwell House? That's meant to be haunted by Churchill, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Is it yeah. Chartwell? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 no it is. Maybe another day. I remember that because that's where Jack Whitehall's dad went yeah. in the most recent series. They were like, get in the bed. <laughs> Just get in his bed. I've heard of Dickens' ghost as well. Okay, so actually his ghost. Yeah, cool. I, I couldn't tell you where he's supposed to haunt. I'm sure I've heard that he shows up somewhere. I've read stories about Dickens' ghosts, but I think that's something different. <laughs> I think <laughs> <out> there. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> took him a minute (laughs) so the next place is Kent Life which again isn't far from here so that's Aylesford I've never been there before have you not no I have yeah no I have been there it's just a farm butterflies and shit innit no Kent Life has pigs and what's the place with butterflies that's up on Bluebell Hill Thailand Barn Uh. is the bug one where they have the little bumblebee houses and things Anyway, (laughs) steeped in heritage, the historic buildings have borne witness to so many lives and passions through the centuries that ghostly goings-on and spooky sightings are commonplace. Take the Grade 2 listed Pets Farmhouse. Originally built in the 1700s, it was located south of Burham, just four miles away. In 1995, derelict and abandoned, it was dismantled piece by piece, repaired and constructed at Kent Life. It has been at the centre of some strange and unaccountable mysteries. When it was dismantled, a clay pipe, a bone-handled knife and a child's shoe, dated between 1850 and 1875, were among various objects found hidden in the walls and floors. It's believed that the shoe may be evidence of a Victorian superstition of hiding shoes to protect the house from evil spirits. Perhaps most disturbing was the sudden appearance of a wooden doll on the floor of the house. Her mutilated body was found with arms, legs and hair cut away and circling her neck was a scarf wrapped like a noose. The tragic tale of a young couple, Sid Alexander and his young wife Rebecca and their newborn child Babs, who lived at Pet's farmhouse in 1912, (laughs) might explain the desperate weeping that has been heard upstairs and the shadow sometimes seen at the upstairs window. 
Sid took his wife and baby out for a ride in the horse and trap one day. However, the horse had not been exercised for three days. As Sid was a lazy man, and as they returned home, the horse shied and the cart overturned, throwing the baby onto a grassy bank. Saving her life, Rebecca was not so lucky. She was fatally injured. It is said that her desolate wailing and pleading to hold her baby again can be heard from the upper floor of the farmhouse. From haunted houses to ghostly midnight wanderers, there's been multiple sightings of mysterious characters wandering the paths of Kent life after dark, including... Is that are these all ghosts or just mysterious characters in general? Mm, ghosts. Okay. <laughs> so you get robed monks, uh, and the site was originally the site of the 12th century Boxley Abbey. Oh. So that's why they're there. A distraught young nurse searching for a World War II German fighter pilot who she fell in love with as she tended to him in what are now the tea rooms. The strangers, who are thought to be the hoppers buried in unmarked graves searching for their rightful home. A girl wandering around the pond who was left behind to perish when gypsy caravans moved on without her. And a benign figure watching from the window of Sandling Farmhouse, believed to be the last tenant George Brundle watching over his farm. I think the most interesting one from that set of stories was the building that was dismantled and then reassembled. And the stuff that they found, yeah. Yeah, but it sort of goes with the, you know, the stone uh, stone tape theory. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, how it, that whole, that stone and material holds energy yeah. and then in some way projects it in the future and mm. that's that could be a theory as to what ghosts actually yeah. are. Interesting. So if that site wasn't haunted before that building was then relocated to there, mm-hmm. that sort of not proves that theory, but it's a... Travelled with it, though, yeah. Yeah. I hate the doll. The doll with arms, legs and hair cut off on a noose. I, Any on... haunted doll, to be fair. That Robert, is... Annabelle. Yeah, don't like that. Okay, Dover is next. Oh, lovely. <laughs> So we're going to the Metropole. The Metropole was a luxury hotel which opened in 1896 when Dover was one of the richest towns in the country. Can't picture that now. Can't imagine that now. (laughs) When the flats above the eight bells were left empty, passers-by claimed to hear the sounds of a woman singing coming from them. It's believed that the singing was a young woman named Adele. Oh, (laughs) no wonder they're all fucking miserable. (laughs) (laughs) Adele was said to meet her love at the Metropole Hotel before he married his fiancé during the Second World War. Adele later volunteered as a nurse where she was killed at the front line. Later, her best friend claims to have seen her in her hotel room. When she went to greet her with a hug, Adele disappeared. Was Adele going to say hello from the other side? (laughs) 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 Nicely done. (laughs) (laughs) Then we're going to Rochester to St Bartholomew's Hospital. So here, a woman has been seen to walk through the wall in one of the side rooms. The most sinister story retold the same way involves a little crying boy aged six to eight with brown hair and a tatty white shirt, grey sleeveless pullover, grey short trousers and long socks which are down by his ankles. They claim he always seeks his mum or dad and his, his appearance usually meant there was going to be a death on one of the wards. So you saw him and then unfortunately a patient passed. Oh. That's really creepy, isn't it? Reminds me of the cat stories. Reminds me <laughs> of that creepy kid from that Doctor Who episode years ago. Do you remember his face with a gas mask? I don't watch Doctor Who. <laughs> Neither do I, to be honest. It's for children. Right. <laughs> right, we'll, we'll cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from the bit about Doctor Who being for children. 
I think it's interesting though. I think that's the um, most description I've ever heard of a ghost. Like that brown hair, tatty white shirt, grey sleeveless pullover, grey short trousers, long socks which are down by his ankles. It's it quite really an in-depth. Describe what his face looks like. It doesn't no, but f- for his general appearance, like what he's dressed in and things, I think it's quite a detailed mm, description. Okay, we're gonna go back to Dover quickly and do the underground tunnels of Dover Castle. So in the so-called secret underground tunnels, ghosts of Second World War soldiers have been seen and felt going about their daily duties by numerous tourists. It was in these tunnels that a couple heard violent screams and cries for help. Under the impression the spooky noises were part of a planned event, they were startled when they were told by staff there were no such things happening that day. These soldiers are said to be the escapees from Dunkirk and one figure in a khaki with a in khaki, with a blurred face, was seen walking purposefully along the corridor in 2013. The blurred face is absolutely terrifying. Yeah, I don't like that. So we've been down some tunnels in Dover, but I don't think they were the underground ones no, of the, the castle. castle. No, um, <coughs> the castle's on a cliff, and the underground tunnels from it go all along the cliff mm. face. So it's like not quite in the town, it's sort of like above the town. Did they not used to use those tunnels for like smuggling as well, didn't they, back yeah. in the day? Yeah, all sorts, yeah. yeah. I mean, the tunnels we went down were quite creepy. They were, yeah, they just went under the castle. No. But they were mostly, you know, people write like the graffiti that's like, turn back now before she mm. gets you. <laughs> <laughs> Where we were, if we'd have gone deeper, I guarantee there were tunnels under there that would have led to the castle. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay, and the final little spooky Kent story is Canterbury Cathedral. The 12th century cathedral is a famous pilgrimage site where Thomas Becket, the Archbishop of Canterbury, from 1161 to 1170 was murdered. However, the ghost of another murdered Archbishop, Simon Sudbury, is said to walk the cathedral, killed by Wat Tyler, the head of the Peasants' Revolt, very famous in Maidstone. Mm. In 1381, Sudbury's pale and bearded ghost haunts the tower named after him. Interestingly, despite the fact that the ex-archbishop's head was buried in a different place from his body, he does not appear as a headless ghost. He actually appears as a solitary figure, dressed in grey robes and is often seen haunting a bedroom in the tower, reportedly tucking the occupant in at night. There is a passage in the cathedral known as the Dark Entry. Oh. <laughs> which so- Continue. <laughs> Which is thought to be haunted by the ghost of Nell Cook, who was a servant of Canon, who was a priest at the cathedral. Nell was furious with her boss after discovering his affair. She poisoned the Canon and his mistress with tainted food. As punishment for her crime, Nell was buried alive beneath the dark entry, and her spirits haunt the passageway on dark Friday evenings. According to legend, anyone who is unfortunate enough to see the ghost of Nell Cook will die soon after. The cathedral is also said to be haunted by a monk who could be seen walking in the cloisters with a thoughtful expression on his face. Oh. <laughs> I think um, I the one that weirds me out, the one about that, is that that guy has his head even though he was buried without it. Mm. How did he find it? <laughs> How did he reattach it? I've been to Canterbury Cathedral a few times. That's another place where we get dragged as Kentish school children yeah. to go to. But you have to pay to go in there, don't you? Do you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, like... I mean, most cathedrals you do now. Although <clears throat> most of them are donation. Yeah, but you can't get in. 
if you're not oh, giving the money. See. So it's not really a donation. No, yeah. And is it with like a minimum donation like a, of? Yeah, it's like yeah. a god tax. God tax. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favourite? What out of all of them? Yeah. I really liked the one about where they moved the house, moved oh, the okay. building. Did I tell you about my ghost hunting experience? No. With my wife, we went up to Boxley. Oh, so Boxley has wait no, Boxley's like the back way into Medway, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's part of the Pilgrims' Way. Yeah. So yeah. we went there. I we I booked this package with this ghost hunting team, and we had to go there. It was like one o'clock in the morning, and you walk through the woods basically through this old road that's not used anymore. And we had the whole spirit box and the uh, oh, that's cool. voice recorders and everything. And th- we did a seance at one point. And I, I was like, nothing's really happening. And then all of a sudden I was like super lightheaded and I thought I was going to oh, pass weird. out. And I said to my wife, I was like, I don't feel too good. I feel like I'm going to pass out. And everyone looked at me like really concerned. And I was like, it's okay. I don't think I'm being possessed or anything. <laughs> but no, that was pretty creepy. And then we walked through the woods itself. That was genuinely terrifying. And then we went back onto the road. This was around like four o'clock in the morning. We saw lights in the distance. It was like, what the fuck is that? Turned out it was a car going along. I think it's like a <laughs> dogging site as oh. well. So that was like the scariest thing we saw was like doggers. You found the uh, dark entry. <laughs> 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 oh, I've never done an actual like ghost hunt tour thing. It's really cool. We should do one. And we record it and put it yeah, on our podcast. That'd be great. I don't. I don't think I'd like to do one around Pluckley, but I don't really think they do them because the locals actually don't really encourage you to ghost hunt in their area. I don't really know why, because it would bring so much money into the area, mm. like tourism. My little funny story. Well, it's not funny actually. It was terrifying at the time. <laughs> is we went to um, Pluckley, and there was a pub. It's no longer there, and I can't actually remember the name because it's not the Black Horse. Because the Black Horse is the one that's still there. Um, we went into a little pub. Um, we was, I think I was about 16 and some of the people I was with were like 17, 18 and we'd all gone up to Pluckley on mopeds oh <laughs> so I was like God. on the back of someone's moped because I didn't have my own and um, we went into the pub and we asked people if they knew where the Screaming Woods were and how we could get there and uh, they all immediately stood up and were like leave our grounds and our woods alone and one of them had a knuckle duster <laughs> And honestly, if my friend hadn't have put his moped helmet on at the second he did, the guy, like, punched him in the head with a knuckle duster on. Jesus But luckily he had his helmet on, so he didn't get hurt. Well, maybe we won't go there. Yeah, and I tell you what, trying to make quick getaways on mopeds, like, (laughs) (laughs) it's not the way forward. (laughs) But yeah, so they were my little Kentish spooky stories. Hope you enjoyed. Yeah, I always love hearing local stories. Yeah, there's lots around, so I'll try and do some more local spooky stories. I mean, to our foreign listeners, this will mean nothing to them. But I mean, everyone's got local ghost stories. They're the most interesting ones, I think. Yeah, and we will cover broader ones as well, so there should be a little something for everyone. It'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, I've got a big one next week. Have you? What are you doing? Well, you're not gonna I'm, not, I'm not going to no, say, but it's, it's the one we've all been waiting for. Oh, okay. okay. It's keeping me up at night. <laughs> Keep Ness. me up at night. Loch Ness. Oh, he's ruined it. We'll <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> well, if you want to find any more information, I will try and put some... There were some pictures attached to these ghost stories. 
Um, so we'll put some on the we'll social a, media. We'll put a picture of the B&Q that's next yeah. to the Larkfield Priory <laughs> there. <laughs> but you will be able to find that on Instagram at Highly Strange Pod, or you can email us any of your ghost stories. Yeah, if you've got any local ghost stories, we'd love yeah. to hear them. You can email them to highlystrangepod at gmail.com. Yes. Thanks for listening. Yes. See you next week. Bye. Bye.